and welcome back to Try Not to Die. I'm your DM, your dastardly man-eater, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our two heroes. Lisa Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola, ready to crawl under the sprawl. Ooh, very nice. I like that. Very good. Very, very dungeon-y. Good. Ashley Goodwin, a.k.a. Brigid, here for the lulves. Oh, there you go. There you go. Very good. Uh, just great intros, you two. You, they you. said that they were ready, and they showed up, gang. Well, let's not delay any longer. It's time for the recap. Last time, we found our heroes fresh off of Whomping the Omni Malum, standing amongst the debris and frost inside the drunken drake. After some explaining, Barley let the group know that she would be closing her bar for the day to buy them all some time, both to clean and give the impression that the Omni Malum succeeded in their task. Knowing that, despite wanting to stay out of this business she was unfortunately in the thick of it, she vowed to defend her home and allow them to stay there, hoping that our heroes could handle this organization so she could reopen sooner rather than later. The three headed upstairs, storing Lord Achillian in Smite's room, bound foam between his fingers and toes, gagged with a sock and surrounded by ball bearings. Was it over the top? Slumpy. No. Slumpy. While they took a slumber party rest uh, on Smite's floor, Brigand noticed the shard glowing in Zola's pocket, and worrying that it was another trick from this organization, she swiped it to take a look. Realizing it wasn't, but that it was a very powerful magical object, she put it back, hoping to chat with Zola a bit more once she awoke. Taking the time to herself, our elven druid then scaled the front of the building in the now pouring rain, heading up to the roof to get a view of the situation they were in. Noting guards were still keeping out of the area for a moment, it's likely they were told to block off the streets for a certain amount of time. As dawn approached and the sky still cloudy and raining began to slowly lighten, Brigid headed inside to meet up with her team and learn a bit more about the situation itself. Now awake, Zola took the time to recap the entire story so far, Ooh. cluing in Brigid on everything she had dealt with, explaining the shard, the organization, and the trauma of adventuring so the two could have some more connections. Some good times. <laughs> some good times. <laughs> Nothing like a little vent sesh. Once they had concluded that the shard could just be a happenstance of these dire times, the two returned to Smite and Lord Achillian, ready for some answers. Answers they couldn't get. The Lord was incredibly resistant to telling them who this organization's leader was, or what their eventual goal was besides bringing joy to her subjects. He revealed that his reasoning was to bring his goddess back to the material plane, uniting and elevating the elves to their rightful place in society, but he wouldn't budge on anything else. Before they can try other methods, Lord Achillian cast darkness and attempted to flee, throwing the party into combat once more. Though he managed to evade capture, leaping out the front window on the second floor to, to <laughs> try and make an escape into the sewers, our heroes relentlessly pursued, the shard activating at one point to turn a nat 1 into a nat 20, literally right, altering baby. fate as it occurred. <laughs> That's right, chop chop. Between that, Zola's powerful attacks with the tusk, and Smite's use of command to keep him from fleeing any further, our heroes managed to kill Lord Achillian, learning his goddess's name, Lolf, and his boss's name, Paragon. Here Knowing that... <laughs> doing it for the lulz, baby. Knowing that, even with Fog Cloud giving them some cover, they'd already done a significant amount of fighting and casting in the streets, the two took off towards a nearby alley, heading down a manhole to begin their adventure. And that is where we are right now. Rain pours down on our heroes as you climb down the raw iron ladder into the sewers of the city, the fog cloud still covering the central part of the street where you left it. Citizens of this neighborhood calling out for the guards or running from the scene in a panic. Once you enter, Zola slides the manhole cover back over and hops down onto the wet stone pathway that lines the central trough of water rushing through these large arch tunnels. The stench of mildew and sewage fills your nose, and the sounds of rain are replaced with the sounds of running water. I'm kind of getting used to the smell. Yeah, Smite looks at you and he's like, this is, to me, normal. Which is why my room, I don't really notice at all. I look down my nose at him. <laughs> you two maintain eye contact for quite some time. As I'm he, puking. He lives in the, I'm definitely wrong in this scenario. <laughs> um, after you wipe the puke from your mouth, um, you guys look around. You see that you're kind of standing on a stone platform that lines these two troughs as described. Um, one of them's heading one way, one's another. Basically kind of like transporting the used water and bringing in the new water. Um, there seems That seems to be about 10 feet or so below you. You mean like the water's lower or the water's higher? The water is lower. So basically okay. like if you were to just step off, you wouldn't step into water, you'd fall 10 feet and crash into the water. Okay. 
Ooh, um, scary. So you guys settle in there, and Smite turns to you both. So uh, we're heading straight to the tunnels to the north, right? The other option is to stop by one of my safe houses, get supplies, or see if we can find the Undercity to let Stonk know, uh, you know, the incident. Oh, well... It's up to you guys. Maybe we should just head straight there. I mean, I can't think of what supplies we need. We already have all of those healing potions that mm-hmm. you got. Yeah. I've got this bag of dumplings. He holds up the very soggy dumplings. I think oh. they keep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating down here. <laughs> so Stone's like, Kit quizzically turns his head. He's loving this as well. No. Still, no. <laughs> Um, what time is it right now? Right now, it is currently very early morning. We're talking about right. nearing 5.30, 6 o'clock. Because the sun, mm-hmm. though cloudy, you couldn't see it, was rising, slowly lightening the sky as you guys began your brawl in yeah. the middle of the street. I turned to Brigid. Well, that's good news. I would love to get going as soon as we can because if we can get Moss out, they're less likely to follow us into the day. Yes. Yeah. I really, I need to, I need to find my uncle. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Well, I'll once we've got Moss, I'll I'll swing by Stonk. Sounds good. So the three of you begin to head north based on Smite's direction. He knows his way around the Undercity pretty well. As you're going along, Zola, you feel a little vibration in your pocket. Oh. Zola, got your message. They must be desperate. I'll be doubling security at my stores, and I can scry on Moss soon for an update. Is that 25 words? That was 25 words. Guess who counted those words several times today? <laughs> so um, you, of course, can respond or you I, can leave them on red. <laughs> I stop in the middle of where I am and just start speaking out loud, seemingly to no one. I, start, Wait, I look whoa, around quiet like, down, who are quiet you? Down. What are you doing? Who are you talking to? Great. We are en route to Moss now. Interested parties taken care of. I leave it at that. Ooh, cold. That shit's cold right there. Damn. Um, You just get one word response. Nice. Um, spell the, slot for one word. <laughs> doesn't need a spell slot. He's got the he's got the phone. Um, he's got the stone. yeah the oh, store right. sending stone. I also say, uh, thank you. Would be great to have another beacon on Moss at some point. Um, he takes that in, obviously. Doesn't respond yet, but probably will come up with an update for you guys closer to midday as you continue your journey. I'm showing Brigid games on my phone. <laughs> I'm fascinated, but also like anxious about my uncle. So I'm like, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. This one's called Candy Missile. Uh, great. So, uh, yep. Hey, I, I don't mean to interrupt. This looks kind of fun, but uh, we do need to focus up a little bit. You guys almost walked straight off the side there into the trough below. So just, you know, eyes up when uh-huh, you're walking, uh-huh. I guess. Uh-huh. Still uh-huh, looking uh-huh. down at the setting stone. Still, uh, still giving me uh, the help action. <laughs> just pointing over your shoulder like, that one, that one. Um, so you guys continue on. Occasionally, you hear the rumble of the rail above you as you guys walk through these these very dank sewers. You head towards your adventure in the north. We're going to roll on this encounter table. Um, you don't need survival checks because obviously Smite knows the way to where you need to go, mm-hmm. though you will need them when you're in the Underdark. So we're just going to roll a D8. Uh, who wants to roll first? We're going to do several of these. I Our will guests. not tell you how many. Our guests. Let me do this. Good. It's a one. Good. Excellent. Sometimes the lowest is the best. Exactly. Nothing happens. Or like the most chill one because, oh, for the first one, I'll just pick this chill one. Right, Noah? Yeah, of course. So you guys follow Smite. A basilisk appears. (laughs) No Um, more basilisks. (laughs) I know. I've loaded so many campaigns with basilisks. Yeah, we know. Smite leading the way. (laughs) You guys. (laughs) All right, gang. Uh, (laughs) Smite leading the way. You guys continue through the sewers looking for any indication of a path to your uncle, Moss. Smite turns the corner and then immediately freezes. He turns and then bolts by you guys going, rats, 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 rats. Oh, um, you guys <laughs> <Shink my sword. laughs> pull your blade. And as you, you like, you like look towards the corner expecting to fight maybe a few like big rats or, you know, something small. Mm-hmm. You see a wave of doppel rats. Rats, <laughs> rats, rats, rats. Essentially doubling as they fucking swarm around the corner like a massive wave. I need you all to roll initiative. Shit, I was gonna but Can I summon Pyre? Can I summon Pyre before initiative roll? Tell me what your initiative is. It's five. 
Okay. Mine's if you, four. Yes, if you guys had rolled high, I would have said yes, you can have it. But because you rolled low... Fucking merciless. Um, Smite is first. The way this is going to work is that every 180 feet or so, aka three rounds, there's going to be an opportunity to hide. There's going to be like a tunnel off. There's going to be some sort of thing you could duck into. You will have that opportunity to essentially use your action to do so. You will not, you know, you're not rogues. You can't bonus action hide. So you'll want to use your movement to get to these places and then your action to hide. If it feels like it's not gonna work, you can keep running and keep dashing and go to the next one, um, or you can try and turn and fight, but judging by how many there are, you know that it's probably not gonna go too well. Um, Stilton's a rat right now, right? He is, yes. Stilton looks and he's like, brothers! (laughs) Brothers, please! (laughs) Don't hurt us! Um, So up first is actually going to be Smite. He just, again, he's just like, rats, 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 rats. Just (laughs) absolute full sprint back the way he came. Um, He's gonna use his full dash, that's 60 feet. Next in the order is going to be the lovely Brigid. I'm gonna run. Okay, another uh, dash, you run, you actually pass by Smite, just agilely running by. He's like, whoa. Um, now it is going to be Zilla's turn. I want so badly to, <laughs> to have Stolen try and reason with them, but I know it's not going to work. Yeah. He gets an action on your turn if you want to try. If you roll a nat 20, I might no, say you buy yourself puff, some time. He'll turn into a puff of sparkles. Sad. <laughs> I just, I, I have been reading about how you can cast spells through your familiars. It's yeah. so funny to have still and message the rats, but <laughs> Gorgonzola is not an idiot, so. She has high intelligence, so. So I will just have, I will just dash. Okay, you 60 dash feet. at 60 feet. Next is the Doppel rats. They are swarming around just as you turn, you like look over your shoulder as you both are bolting away and you see it's not just like one clump. This thing stretches in and of itself like 30 feet as it just no. scampers after you, multiplying as they go. Um, they oh, it's like a fat berg of doppel rats. It's awful. Um, they um, essentially catch up with their full dash, but they cannot act because it is the end of their turn. Um, top of the round, it is Smite. He again dashes 60 feet. Rats, 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 rats. He is now at 120. He's getting, he is now essentially one round away from where he could hide. How far away are the rats from me? The rats are 10 feet behind you, essentially. So because I dashed, I am far enough away from them where I could run from them and also cast a spell. Yes, um, you, that would essentially 35 feet, that'd bring you to 105, and then you'd, you could cast a spell to kind of buy you some time to let you guys get to the next one. I'm just gonna summon Pyre as my action. Okay. Nice. As I'm running, and I think that summoning Pyre, each creature within 10 feet of the spirit, when it appears, must succeed a deck saving throw, DC 16, or take six, 2d6 fire damage. So because we're 10 feet away, like you said. Mm-hmm. You guys are all together. So if you want, I think, can you summon it a slight distance away from you? Or does it like have to be right by your side, essentially? Um, it doesn't, I don't think it has that language. Okay, then what I'm going to say is that you can safely summon Pyre and send them like... 10 feet into the mass so that way your friends aren't going to have to also roll a deck save so as she's running ahead of you you watch as Brigid like does like a hop spin and twirls her hand sending pyre blossoming out this massive flareon creature I gotta get a hoop earring like that gotta get hoops gotta get hoops pyre lands and is like and as they do there's a big flare of flame Um, the rats the way this is going to manifest is because I mean there's just so many in one space odds are some of them are going to get hit, basically. Rather than roll damage, this is going to buy you guys some space in order to get there and not have to worry about them being right behind you. Um, okay, so and a solid action. You use your movement, so now you're at 105. Now it is going to be Zola's turn. Zola. Dashy, dashy. Dashy, dashy. <laughs> Making some dashy broth, baby. I would love for Stilton to be... Um brawling with rats. <laughs> Still just hops <laughs> off and like, kind of like um, makes a martial arts stance and starts like defending you as these rats are hopping out, just kicking them and knocking them away. Um, you make your full 60. You are one round away from a first hiding spot. Um, since you guys have bought yourself some time, I'm going to say that they have they essentially lose their round of movement, can only re- use their regular amount. So they're still chasing after you, but they're like a, about... 
let's say 30 or so feet behind. Um, that means that they're pretty close to Brigid because Brigid did not get to use her full movement. But we are back at the top. Smite is going to use his full 60. Um, he gets there. He is at, he like turns the corner where it would be a hiding spot. Um, he cannot hide yet, right. but you guys have bought time. So perhaps by his next action, he'll be able to. That is Brigid's turn. I'm going to have Pyronide dash. Okay. You guys charge forward, um, trailing the pack, essentially holding up the back there, um, still in hops on top of Pyre's head as they like paw prints are sizzling in the damp floor, dashing forward, blocking rats from swarming all over you. You're Which at 180. You, dot, you essentially catch up with Smite as they're running on the corner. Um, you have, you guys, again, you have that extra round. You might be able to hide here. It's now Zola's turn. Full dash. Dash. Dashi broth, baby. You bolt <laughs> forward um, 60 feet. You make it there. You guys, uh, you see Smite and Brigid leaning around the corner like, come on, come on, come on, come on, like flagging you over. Um, you make it there. That is the rat's turn. Full dash. They begin to start to catch up. I need, as we get to this new round, since you're all at the hiding spot, mm-hmm. everyone roll a stealth check for me. Sick. 17 on the die. Wow. Plus zero. <laughs> Plus zero. Can I get the helm back from anything? Stilton? Could Stilton nip at, uh, if- at Brigitte's heels? I will let you use Stilton if you're willing to sacrifice Stilton. Oh. Sacrifice him? Like he is... Like he like could be consumed? Yeah, so it would essentially be like... No, you, we're not doing that. It, right. I got a 12. You got a 12? You pull behind. My you're all holding there. My passive perception is 10 if rats have a higher passive perception than I do. As you guys hide, you watch this wave of rats fly by you guys heading straight down the tunnel. Their passive perception's 11. Nice. Oh my Still God, higher than Zola's. <laughs> they've got group thing. I don't yeah. have anyone really to balance no my thoughts else. off except for Stillen, except for Stillen. and he's mad. And, and he's, he's actually your brain also. <laughs> he's mad as fucking Hatter. <laughs> um, you guys wait a few seconds as these rats trail off running away. That makes sense because when Pyre jumped in with us, she probably made herself real small. As Pyre jumped in, yeah, there was like a burst of flame and smoke kind of being like, where did they go? Um, and now, the smoke shields us a little bit. And as you guys run, um, as you guys kind of duck in there, these rats run away and you're safe. Encounter complete. No dammy's done. No dammy's done. You guys continue on your way. Let's roll another encounter check. Ooh. Oh, you do it. Okay. Eight, if, right? Eight. Rats again. Three. <laughs> Three. I would like to just ask, as we're walking um, through, maybe in between doppel rats mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and whatever <laughs> happens next, yeah, yeah. I would like to just say out loud to um, Lance Scorcher and Brigid, so that was fucking crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, both the rats and also the fucking fight we were in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, no, we I was have talking about the street brawl. We have, yes. Oh yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say we have floods in the forest, but no rat floods. That uh, rat floods is not normal. Not a normal thing. Not God, a normal thing. is it also normal to assassinate someone in the alleyway? For me, yeah. I was gonna say it depends <laughs> on who you're asking. That's For us, asking. that's pretty much standard. But wow. um, I have two questions. One is that um, did anyone um know what the fuck that guy was talking about who who was Lolf has anyone heard the name Paragon before I think Lolf is an abbreviation for laughing out loud that's hell <laughs> that's or something hell, like yeah. that yeah, yeah that yeah, sounds yeah. right what about you um Brigid you <laughs> without even having to roll Brigid I'm you... nodding at my... <laughs> I'm shaking my head um, and wishing I were so anywhere I'm else head too. <laughs> <laughs> up, up which seems as if we're being un- unnumbered <laughs> um Brigid, you would know that Loth was once the wife of the elven god Corellan, who basically created all elven kind. Loth betrayed him during the Maldiction when this this current world was formed, really. And Loth betrayed who? Um, Corellan, who oh, is the elven right, 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 right. Um, Corellan's the Waka. Elven, Elven. like the, he's essentially the, like, he's the Groosh of elves. He's the creator of them. And so she betrayed him and essentially her betrayal 
cursed the drow with that light sensitivity, with that the needing to be living underground. She basically uh, tricked um, an entire group of people into following her. And some of them are loyal to her still, and others have since been like, oh no, she is a no-good goddess. So I would definitely know who Lolf is. Then. Yes. Um, how would I feel innately about her, you think? Just hearing her name, it's not like you spent a lot of time studying her because you weren't necessarily raised with heavy elven culture, but mm. with just the culture of the druids, the Elder Green. You would essentially feel like, I do not want this goddess to return. Lord Achillean's goals directly oppose keeping people safe, making sure that the Allfire is able to like clear new ground, like... She's going to come in and absolutely try and take over the world. Yeah. You know, any any sort of god or goddess um, who is of that kind of realm of alignment, them being on the material plane would be really, really bad. And the whole point of the malediction was to keep the gods not on the material plane. Mm-hmm. Like, once it ended, they were gone. So that way no one could be kind of pulling strings so that one group gets more favor than another. Yeah. So I look very concerned at Zola. And I say, Lolf cannot return. Shit. I'm going to trust you on that one. Doesn't sound like like I'd be laughing out loud. Yeah, no. It doesn't sound Lolf, funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does a little. It's not funny. Oh, sorry. Right, sorry. Right. Um, my other thing, that, so thank you so much, Brigitte, for answering that question. My other question is, before we carry on, do we want to just, like, check this dude's pockets? Like, we killed him and just kind of ye- yeeted him in the bag. Yeah. Do we want to, like, see what he's got on him because... Um, it might be something that could help us or may even be something that is relevant to the Omnimalum or something potentially dangerous that we don't want to keep on us. Hell yeah. This is why I stole his eye. Yes. <laughs> you so produced that, this eyeball. So that I was if, wondering oh why. <laughs> I stole his eye so that if we come across any of his followers or underlings, we can prove to them that he is dead without having to carry around his body. Wow, that's idea. I was gonna say maybe really? we could leave his body in the sewer. I, yeah, just I'm that for floor. that. Yeah, or I should. have his eye. Yeah, I see. That kind of intensity is what you got to bring to the table, Zola. I say we dump this body in the sewage trough, not the regular water trough, and then continue on. I think Brigitte's bringing all the intensity you need, Smite. What? <laughs> um, so you guys, um, you take the bag. I am confused about that. <laughs> you reach in and grab this. You're like, I kneel down in between them. <laughs> <laughs> and you pull out this limp body wearing this dark, broken chainmail. Does Zola have to do a strength check to do that? Absolutely not. Zola has I'm tw- just as tall as Zola is, Zola is taller than Lord Achilles Massive. and is way That's stronger. That's so funny. I wish that I had known that more so that Going I could it. talk about looking down at him. Hey, why are you so short? He's uh, dead. He's fully dead. Um, I'm holding him under his armpits, standing straight up as you guys rifle through his pockets. Um, Brigitte and Smite pull through his pockets Um he doesn't have a lot on him. Uh, since you guys knocked him unconscious and bound him, he doesn't have his weapons, his scimitar, his crossbow, right. his whip. All that's with Barley. Uh, cut to Barley, like, standing on the cracked ground. Of her. She's just she's, like, no, cool. She, no, 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 Barley's back in, the, back in the bar since it's closed for the day. She's decided to fuck off. Al's back alive. He's just drinking some beers, and she's lined up b- empty beer bottles along the bar, <laughs> and he's using the whip to just crack just them. trying to crack them off the table. She's a little drunk, too. She's had a long day 100 percent. i think i really got it this time mal uh, best two out of three um so oh, sh- <laughs> ow, ow, fuck um so you know like that's probably happening way over there but skimming him um his clothing and armor pretty much torn like and broken covered in blood could be used if you wanted to but it would definitely like upon close Nothing inspection valuable. someone would be like you are injured. Are you okay? Does anyone want to um, use it to maybe like disguise themselves? I don't know how like that would really work. Before you go on, the other things you find, you find some broken vials, which you imagine probably contain some of that drow poison, but mm-hmm. was shattered when he leapt out a window. Mm-hmm. Um, you also find 75 platinum. Well, that's going in the bag. Can I just have one? <laughs> I was gonna say we could split. Yeah, I mean we all we all killed this guy. I mean Zola did kill I have him, but a lot of platinum. I keep stealing pe- dead corpses, <laughs> purse coin purses, and I'm pretty liquid. So whatever you guys need, I can. I have means. What does it mean to be liquid? To be one with water? Yeah, actually, it does mean that. Yeah. 
<laughs> just nodding to you. It's just like, it means that I steal all the money I get, but go on. Um, yes, I will take some of this money. I will need it for the subway. Um, you get a full platinum, which is like... Don't take out the platinums monthly, in the subway, okay? It's like a monthly subway pass. All right, I'm taking 74 of these platinums. Um, the last thing that you find is a gold and black badge bearing the symbol of the Omni Malum, this white, cycloptic, smiley face that's wreathed in what looks to be some sort of unknown language. What languages does everyone speak, actually? Smite doesn't speak this language. Um, I My sheet says that I speak uh, common and orcish, but I don't believe that we have said right. that Gorgonzola knows orcish. I, I probably know a little bit from what my father has maybe told exactly, me. Exactly, yeah. I don't know why I just raised my hand, but... Uh... <laughs> I speak common, druidic, elvish, orc, and sylvan. It probably was like one of those things where I felt like I was in school. So I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know the language. Your father taught, or your father, air quotes, taught you orcish. Your mother um, taught you sylvan. Yeah. None of the languages that you guys know collectively are this language. You've never seen this language Can before. I do like a history check to see if I recognize even what language it is? I yeah. feel like I Can would. I Why don't you both roll history checks? That's a nat 20. Well, with a nat 20, you may not have never, you may not have never learned it. You may have never learned it, but this is undercommon. So Ooh. this is the language that is often spoken by drow and such. I got 21. You got a 21. You also recognize this. This I is one of those classic. shit scratched on the sewer wall. <laughs> yeah. And you've also probably seen it when, you know, you've definitely heard mention of the Underdark in your father's almanacs. You definitely have passed by passages where they're like, they speak a version of common called undercommon. So does that mean like in romance languages, when some words are similar to common that I might understand like a couple words? Yeah. Any cognates? Yeah. You cognates, guys can like, both like roll intelligence checks. Trying to read a language you do not know. Uh, yeah, can I like relate it to some? <laughs> I know it's like the common, Latin roots. Right? I got a 16. 16? Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Brigid. Oh, there's cognants. Brigid, despite all of your education, um, this is just a little bit beyond you. You're not really seeing anything. Um, Zola, you do pick up some sort of sense of what's being said here. It looks to be, it, based on what you're looking at, it's definitely some sort of like motto, most likely. Mm. And from there, you can't, you don't really necessarily like see anything, but you do see a mention of a word that translates roughly to I. How can I tell how many words it is? The script is kind of like combined together. It. Yeah, okay, gotcha. it's it's not as direct as like a word for word. Yeah. Kind of thing. Didn't one of the didn't one of those um, underlings with uh, Akion say something about the eye? Like we must protect this house. They, <laughs> <laughs> you said we must protect this house. <laughs> oh yeah, um, that's right. I did. Um, no, they were just kind of speaking like Generally zealot talk. Like, okay. Yeah. That wasn't like, I'm reading the badge. That's no. just zealot talk. That's just that zealot talk. I wonder if, you know, this whole time I've thought that the eye was probably the person, like Paragon, mm -hmm. but I wonder if the eye is actually like An eye? a being. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder if they have some like vast, powerful, sentient scrying pool or something. You guys are having this conversation as you make your way through these tunnels. Uh, everyone give me perception checks. Not one. That and Stone give me Stone can give you the help action, but only because you're looking at your speaking stone playing another game and he's like tapping you on <laughs> so your shoulder. Three. Three. That's so um, it's actually really I got a twenty-six. <laughs> He's also looking over your shoulder playing the game. Um, I get a twenty-six, so I soccer mom <laughs> Zola against the wall from falling off and I say <gasps> You guys see as as you peer around a corner, this is like the way ahead. You know that the path ahead is pretty much going to lead you to where you're going. But in the way, there seems to be this massive twenty foot from head to tail golden alligator lying Whoa. in the path. Oh you hear <laughs> snores as it rests peacefully. Smite turns to you guys. Okay, so I thought this thing was made up. Supposedly <laughs> the emperor had some golden alligators that he kept as pets that he ended up letting into the sewers when he didn't want to take care of them anymore. 
So we can should, either. Should have known that was true. Yeah, I should have. It seems Alligators obvious now. Alligators should never be pets anyway, so this is actually f- majestic. I fully agree. We they should not be pets at all. But it's beautiful creatures, so majestic. Should be free to roam where it wants. I fully agree. We have a choice here. We can either turn back. It, it will extend a lot of time. You know, off the double around, or we can try and sneak past. I think through is the only way. Let's try and sneak past. Okay. Everybody roll stealth checks. Oh my god. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve? What'd you get, Brigid? <laughs> That's a natural one. Okay. So Smite leading the way, you watch as he tiptoes. Over the tail, between the legs, over the quietly explaining the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. (laughs) Um, The difference between the alligator and the crocodile. (laughs) And you step on its tail. And you, Zola, trip over said tail. Ah. Um, I need everyone to roll initiative. (laughs) And turns, its eyes blink open. Smite looks down at it. Uh. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> I already got 13. I got 10. So, as you step on this massive gator's tail, it wakes up, turns, and you watch as its tail swap out at you. Um, Me? It's going to roll an attack. Yep, out at you. Um, that is a 15 to hit. That's just my armor claws. That's your armor class. Um, you take... 21 damage as this thing smacks you in the the chest with its large golden tail. You stumble back a little bit. You feel your breathing is uneasy. Your heart definitely skipped a beat as this thing slammed into your chest. um, And it snaps onto Smite's leg. Jesus Christ. That's a nat one. He manages to, like, you see Atticus to snap on his leg. He goes, no, 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 no. And he shoves his sword in its mouth, like, (laughs) toothpicks down. And it's like, ah, ah. Um, And he shoves it back. Um, That is its turn. It is now Smite's turn. We fighting or we running? Uh, Maybe running. Okay. I'm going to try and buy you guys some time. He is going to um, swing down. On this creature, that is a that is a 17 that's going to hit. First, he deals a little bit of longsword damage. He deals 10 damage to this beast. Very nice. And then he dumps a third level divine smite into this. Don't. Eight plus five. Right, don't go too crazy two. on it. It's a majestic creature. <laughs> what? He says this. <laughs> There's a flash of this explosion of divine light. 27 plus the 10 he already did, so 37 to damage. You see that this croc's like <clears throat> eyes glow white as this divine energy shoots through its body, scorching its scales. Um, not happy, but pretty hurt. Um, now it is going to be Brigid's turn. Okay, so uh, I jump and after my cast a spell and I say, no, don't hurt him. <laughs> I jump in front of him and I cast speak with animals and I try and speak with the alligator. Okay, that is your action. I'll let you say one thing to this alligator on your turn. Okay. We don't want to kill you. Just go away. Okay. Give me a persuasion check. I'm going to say with disadvantage, only because Smite got a hit in. Had he not gotten a hit in, you could have maybe sold this, but he did just crack an alligator. Is the alligator not surprised to hear me speak to him? Uh, you, yeah, I mean, he his eyes open wide. He's... <laughs> Oh, what's up? What? Fuck you. You guys came down here and fuck with me. I'm so sorry. Listen, this oh, is my yeah? friend. My friend didn't know that I could just... Well, I'm taking a sleep and you guys step on my tail. I'm sorry. So... You whacked me pretty hard, too. What were you expecting? <laughs> Slamming her dice down in there. Ugh, I had a 15 and then I got a nat one. Zola looks at Brigid and goes, back up, please. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so you now have that active. Uh, of course, you can try and make more attempts, but the DC will go higher the longer you guys wail on this creature. Um, now it is going to be Zola's turn. Brigid, are you standing right next to the alligator? Yeah, I would say that, think of if you guys are on I'm this right where Smite kind of, is, so wherever Smite was. Yeah, you kind of like used your movement to dance over this alligator's body right. to get up there. The alligator so itself all is... On the other side um, technically, you will have to use your movement, Sola, but you okay. essentially, he won't get an opportunity attack because you're like hopping over his back while he's focusing on people. Well, then you know what? Instead of hopping over him, I, I back up a little bit and I toss the beat of force um, that I have 
um, towards the tail of the alligator. So uh, I toss the bead at him. I'm hoping to do it like right like behind his tail so that it doesn't get um, Brigid and Smite because it's a 10 foot radius of where the bead, bead landed that they have to do a deck ten, saving throw. 10 foot radius, which makes it a 20 foot diameter, um, which essentially if you put it right on like his butt, for lack of a better yeah. word, um, it wouldn't hit your allies. It'll just okay. be getting him. So what does it do? So he has to, or actually, don't know this alligator's pronouns. So sorry. Thank you for being sensitive. <laughs> it is he him though, oh, so you were fine. Great. Okay, he him. Um, <laughs> you, you understand that, Brendan? <laughs> you must succeed on a DC 15 Dex saving throw, or take five D4 force damage, and then basically, uh, if he fails the save, he's enclosed in this sphere, and I can pick him up and transport him this in the sphere. So we could actually technically carry him with us. He only weighs a pound, regardless of his weight. We could unleash him against the Omni Oh That's my god! That's incredible. I would like to do that and treat him. Um, <laughs> this fucking item, like, like our pet. <laughs> What's the oh my save? God, we adopt that for his old golden. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be free in these sewers. Um, it's a we DC want you 16. to be free, but DC you keep 15. trying to attack us. So unfortunately, we're gonna have to put you in the sphere, or you have to go away. Not the sphere. You have a choice: freedom or being my pet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, can I have everyone's D fours? <laughs> Thank you. Nine damage. And a sphere of transparent force encloses him. Oh, just for a minute. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. so we're gonna have a pet forever? This is fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, also, only breathable air can pass through the sphere's wall and no attack or effect can. Um, an enclosed creature can use its action to push against the sphere's wall, moving the sphere up to half the creature's walking speed, but the sphere can be picked up and its magic causes it to weigh only one pound regardless of the weight of the creature's inside. So for a minute, we can carry him around. We could just like, I could like humanely drop him off like somewhere so back. Does it, like, if you want to run does, like as far as you can And just like hurl him. <laughs> Does the bead come back to you, or is it like one no. use? It's a one use thing. Yeah, it's a one use thing. Yeah. But it's okay. Great. I didn't yes. pay for it. Super run, toss, I, and we'll Sola run away. Goes like a football player, like doof 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 doof, just bounding over the Overhand whetstone. Overhand, just throws so hard oh down. The- I didn't even hear his name. I didn't even get to ask him. What's, What's your, your name, name again? <laughs> My name. It's my moon! As he sails into the distance. I salute. <laughs> you salute, Smite does as well, and still in on your shoulder. You guys managed to avoid this encounter pretty fucking well. I, I look at Brigitte and Smite and once more say, so that was fucking weird, right? I have tears we in my eyes. move, gang. If that thing only lasts a minute, that thing moves fast. If I know anything about gators, all right? We gotta go. Southern air <laughs> We gotta go. It's the and worst bolts, day bolts down ever. You guys continue to run and run and run and run, making great headway on your way all the way to the north, where you're gonna roll one last time on the encounter table. Before we do that, can I... Of course, I, you have some downtime during these during these moments. Of can course. I... Um, I'm trying... I'm at 49 of 75, and I just think that's a little too low. Oh, oh yeah. Well, hold on. Um, Smite comes over to you. He puts a hand on your Wait, shoulder. Wait, are you sure? I'm positive. This is not... He's this got a little pool. I've got something smaller. Um, You've got a pool, like, to play in? Yeah, a swimming pool. Um, and as he does, you feel a divine warmth on your shoulder um, as he doesn't lay on hands you, but he uses his healing hands ability. Um, and you are going to get back. Um, it's not a lot, but it is a little bit more. And you guys might have healing potions to kind of buff the rest of it. Um, he's going to give you a full eight HP. Also want to just clarify our healing potion situation real quick. I used one of mine. How many did you get total? Five. Okay, so I... So we have four now. That's correct. So you could use one essentially to max out, or you can take a short rest, add some more time to your during. Why don't we, we'll keep moving. And then if we need to, we can, again, as I said before, when we were above ground, we may end up taking a long rest anyway. Oh, I so. never put the healing potions. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. I have four in here now. Yeah, you've got So I'm going to minus one essentially. So yeah, great. Why don't we give Smite one healing potion? I have one healing potion. You have one healing potion. Great. Or I give Stilton my healing potion. Stilton. <laughs> 
<laughs> wraps it with his little tail on his, his little back. Rat <laughs> yeah, and he just sits on your shoulder as you guys move <laughs> along. Pyre is still out, by the way. I don't remember how. I think it's a few hours. Four at, hours. Four hours at last. Yeah. So Pyre is kind of um, stalking in front of you guys, like its paws sizzling as it walks across the floor. Um, oh, cute. We're going to roll one last encounter check. Who wants to do it? Please. I will do it. Two. So. You guys have been making generally pretty good time as you make your way through here. A few pauses, you know, a few minor encounters, but you've been making good way. You judge that you're probably walking underneath the worship district now. You're definitely approaching your destination. When you spot it, up ahead of you, perhaps Zola's greatest nemesis. A gap between the two sides. I knew as soon as that was said. It looks to be... Uh, my eyes narrow and you guys weirdly hear the Kill Bill like siren theme. Still incenses that anger and though he was not there for that situation, he's like <laughs> sniffing angrily at it. It looks to be about 20 feet in which whatever this path over the water has been destroyed. Smite looks at it I I may be able to leap that. I don't know about you. Got it. Easy. I take the <laughs> immovable shard and just, I grab onto a smite shoulder and lean forward, uh, letting his weight counterbalance me. And I try and put the shard like... As far out as you can? Yeah, as far out as I, as I can. I... Uh, wrapping my rope quickly around it. I'm going to fully say that with Smite is really strong. So he'll just roll an athletics check to be sure he can hold you without dropping you. Um, and that's in that one. Oh my God. You you go, I got this. You lean out and he goes, what? <laughs> you lean without him being able I to I just hold you. my hand out and he doesn't even grab me. <laughs> he's, just, he's like looking at Brigid. Just I kind of, cast Thorn Whip. Um, so you begin to fall, but because you activated the immovable rod, or rather, oh, because you, you literally just pin in midair, just hanging from this glittering rock. Oh. About like, probably about five to seven feet away from the ledge. You're just well, hanging there. This could have been worse. Yeah, I mean, I think we could still use it. Can I try helps. and activate my core and start swinging my legs back and forth? Hell yeah, give me an athletics check. Are you trying to jump back or are you trying to jump all the way no, over I'll again? I'll jump forward. Okay. Uh, nat 20. Nat yes. 20. Yes. Plus you, eight. <laughs> just throw yourself forward. It's like slow-mo. As you conquer your oldest foe, landing on the other side smite looks wow that was fucking epic um <laughs> and two i think that we could probably use the shard now i feel yeah, like we've got yeah. it um how he, are we gonna get it back excellent point well how what is the language of it do i just choose to you have to be holding the rock and uh, essentially like click it almost all right and can it be anyone or does it need to be zola we haven't tried it with anyone else. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> celebration quickly diminishes as everyone realizes things are not quite done. Okay, well, I'll see. Maybe um, maybe Mage Hand will work. Actually, can't activate magic items. Can it hold magic items? Can I, it deactivate magic items? I, it can hold it for sure. So in theory, you could, like, someone could leap across, attempt to deactivate it as the mage hand catches it to bring it back. If that person also is, like, hoping to leap the full distance. So mm, Smite could, if you want to send Brigid first to try and get over with the, sh like, just use it as is. Mm. And then Smite on the way will do a running jump and kind of grasp it trying to deactivate it in air when he runs and grasps and deactivates it in midair i want to cast a uh, lightning lure and try and suck him in with lightning that's a, okay we're gonna roll an arcana check for that so yes. um so smite you guys plan this smite begins to he takes a few steps back and then <laughs> or actually brigid do you want to go first go first yeah um, I'm gonna say the rope is kind of still attached to it. Makes yeah. sense that it would be you got you managed yeah, to get it on there before you started falling. Um, I want to ask you a question. I love that. Let me know if this is not gonna work. Okay. Are there plants in the sewer? Yes, but it's yeah, it's kind of 
It's moss. Um, it's like Uncle. algae. It's like algae, moss, kind of. You don't see like vines necessarily, but yeah, there's plant life here. Mm, I mean, any probably got maybe a few seedlings that like fell through or washed down drains. Mm, Very small plants. Pepper seeds. Pepper seeds that have been growing from the sewage. Mm-hmm. Life finds a way. Okay. So while these guys are coming up with a plan on how to swing across and grab it and and go across, I want to cast plant growth. And I want to, while they're still talking, make plants grow up from this gap or from the walls or wherever and use it as a platform for me to walk across and grab the shard and keep walking. Fucking incredible. Um, (laughs) Spike and I are vehemently (laughs) arguing across from the gap. (laughs) Across the gap from each other. Listen, I'll go for it. No, wait. Okay. full of hot air. No, no, no. Listen. jumps onto my shoulder and I walk across. Wait, what? Hold on. Holy shit. Hold on. Uh, these these plants that were once just little seedlings and once just little algae begin to swell and grow almost oh, monsters like inside. And it's like all almost like almost meeting your feet as you begin to walk across this gap. Um, say, thank you. Thank and you. They thank hold you. you as you walk um, with pyre on your shoulder. You manage to cross. You reach up and grab the shard. Roll a d20 for me. That's a two. Two. Roll a D ten thousand for me. Alright, are we ready? And pressy. Five thousand four hundred twenty-seven. You guys begin to hear like a rumbling noise from behind you. It's Jumanji. You turn around and a massive boulder has begun to roll towards you. No. Zola, you you've never had me? anyone besides Scram activate the shard before, and it seems that if it's not you, it reacts. I need everyone to roll initiative. Ooh. Right, row. <laughs> Five. 19. So, I roll initiative for the boulder. The boulder got a three. Which is very good because in one turn it would flatten your asses. So Smite turns because he rolled same as Brigid and goes, We just gotta fucking dive in the water, I think. No, because the moss is there that helped me to walk across and that's in a gap. True. So I think we can all just like hunker down in the moss and the thing can go over us. But if Smite gets across the moss onto the other side, then you you could remove the moss and let the boulder fall into the gap. Would the boulder is the boulder small enough to fall through the gap, or the maybe it would at least stop it? Because it would. Oh like, yeah. The boulder is big, but it's not twenty feet in diameter. You okay. know what I mean? It's like it's Indiana Jones boulder size. So think of it kind of like. Oh, everyone knows oh, yeah, that yeah, diameter yeah. of that boulder I in the Indiana Jones who movie. Seen those movie would, see, would assume Indiana Jones is like six feet tall. It's four feet bigger than him. 10 to 12 feet so it would definitely hit that moss and Brigid would know this right away that moss is not going to be strong enough to hold a fucking boulder so it would for sure fall in if you do, like if you guys wanted to try and run and like okay. outrun it essentially cool so smite jump on over and we okay and it, well, it'll either fall or stop okay smite uses we yell this complex plan <laughs> just, <he's> like, <laughs> just oh, run over and then the boulder will fall to the guy. it doesn't okay, what do you guys think the diameter of that is we need to fucking expedite these explanations um, have you seen he, Indiana Jones he charges what was your name again <laughs> he charges over um, running past you Brigid makes it to the other side this boulder continues after Brigid you're next in the order you want wait to... did we get the shard yeah that's what I was gonna ask yes once you've managed to grab the shard it it surged, it but it came with. Like a relay race, I pass it to Zola. Get this fucking thing away from me. <laughs> That's how everyone feels about it. <laughs> <laughs> you grab the shard, shove it back in that special pocket you keep it in. Um, Brigid, you make it across. This boulder begins to roll towards you guys. Um, Zola, I imagine you're using your movement to get away as well. Yes. Okay, so we're going to roll to see if the boulder gets over the moss. Unless you're like using, if it has enough like momentum, just across. get over. Um, even if you withdraw, like pull back the uh, plant growth, even if you dispel it or something, it will still be making this roll. It just may not be making it. The DC may be higher. I also want to point out that if I cast a spell, um, I enrich the land. All plants in a half mile radius centered on a point within range become enriched for one year. So I just want to say that I have enriched the plants in. The nice. sewer. Nice. <laughs> You're welcome, Noah. Making Emeralia. Green again. Aurelia. Really making making Aurelia. Great again. <laughs> she really had to wind up for that one. Um, so the I'm gonna okay, fine. I'm just rolling that because Aurelia you didn't make any calls. Too. 
Um, that's a natural two. The boulder tumbles and breaks through the plant growth, splashing into the water beneath. Barely escaped that. A lot of creative problem solving from the team today. We high fives all around. <laughs> high fives. Nice, nice. Everyone nice. high fives. Good game, good game. We did GG. burn a lot of spells to do this, but we survived. Oh, y'all burning spells? <laughs> oh. So. You guys continue on away from this encounter, successfully conquered your old foe. You begin to move north, further and further into the worship district until Smite walks you guys around a corner and shows you a service store. Mm. Okay, so this should lead us to the station that we had left from, Zola. Right. We are going to kind of have to jump onto the tracks to find that service door that will bring us to the tunnels. So dangerous. Very dangerous. In fact, most of the time they say, don't do this. Right. But we're just going to do it and assume that it's okay. Are we ready? Sounds good. All right. Kicks the door open to reveal a very full platform of people. Just lots of people getting up early for the day. Oh, shit. Because it is only like 9 a.m. Pyre turns into a uh, ginger cat. There's a swirl of flame. Give me a sleight of hand check to see if you can do it fast enough. I pull my wallet out. <laughs> Ready to start paying people off. Here we go again. 11. 11. Okay, I'll also try and sleight of hand something. Yeah, you can. What are you trying to slide in hand? If Smite is opening the door and I'm behind him, as I see the many people, can I try and ring of disguise, turn myself into an ATA worker? You're standing behind Smite, and we can kind of say that you could do that within the time. Like, you knew, okay. he said, are you guys ready? You could have easily done that right before doing okay. it. So you oh shift yourself. You now have the ATA, the golden vest <laughs> over your body. You've got a little hard hat thumbs on. Up. <laughs> thumbs up. Does this also, because um, two things. One, is Zola big enough to block me and we can reconcile whatever happens with that 12 so mm -hmm. that maybe that no one sees me cast? And two, didn't Zola at one point say that she was looking for land scorcher as an ata worker mm -hmm. yes so can't you like hold him by the scruff of his shirt <laughs> if anyone says anything be like this prisoner guess yeah. i can you guess you could um it yeah did, it didn't go as well the last <laughs> it time did not. but i could you try know, it again oh some gold to two aurelian <laughs> transit workers who were out there i can just um, be like he got away give me another sleight of hand check this one essentially we're doing advantage, advantage. on this roll yeah well, the other one was better. Okay. So you managed to do that. You don't know if anyone saw you. But the moment you guys begin to enter, everyone turns toward you. I'm going to roll a luck check to see if Smite was smart enough to take off his fucking mask. Because mm -hmm. at least he could do is tuck his cloak over him and maybe look like he's just, like, under the weather. That's a four, baby. The moment he steps in and people notice you guys... There's a few gas throughout the crowd. I grab the back of... What's going on? I grab the back of Smite's <gasps> cloak and I go, Ladies and gentlemen, so sorry. This station is temporary closing for uh, investigative matter regarding uh, the Aurelian Transit Authority. Um, if everyone could just... Uh, you'll get refunded your... Uh, your fares, just please head out uh, to into the waiting lobby, the atrium, and we'll come get you when we're ready. I'm a very dangerous criminal, and I'm being taken away. Quiet, you scum. <laughs> <laughs> so, never met a guard before, but somehow just really knows what they're like. Okay, so <laughs> I give a here's up. what we're gonna do. You can either roll deception or intimidation, depending on what you're doing, and you will roll. You will be rolling with advantage because Sick. Smite is helping you, and also Brigitte is too. But um, yeah, I'm going intimidation. I'm just trying to. Big... I'm being really rough with Smite, and I'm like, everyone out, everyone out. <laughs> oh, oh God, oh, oh my goodness, it's it's Lance Gorger, it's Lance Gorger. Being late for work. <laughs> oh, I could really use a voucher. First one's a sixteen. Second one's an 18. You say these words to this crowd in a commanding voice. P 
putting on this adult kind of persona. You've been, you've been adventuring for quite some time now. You're like, I'm not just a teen anymore. I know what it's like to be, you know, in in intimidating situations. I know how to act. Plus I've got a little hat on. And you've got the hard hat on and still (laughs) and crawls up on top of it. As he does, you see some people immediately freaked out by the fact a rat is on your head. (laughs) The fact that you're just like, you've got the, the most dangerous vigilante in the entire fucking city under your arm and there's like a hooded elven woman with a fiery cat on her shoulder everyone's like yeah all right whatever you like immediately that's all right they're gonna shoot vouchers out there like, some go, people go, go, go. some people are scared kind of like scampering away just like very like oh i do not want to be a part of this most people are grossed out by the rat on most you. people are grossed out by the rat and a few others are just like yeah fuck it whatever just another day in the city so you watch as people begin to slowly leave the station there are no guards thankfully and in a matter of moments you are left alone I bow. <laughs> smite, I bow deeply smite fully applause to both of you. Oh, we're not bowing? Oh, I thought no, it was kind of an on... Let's bow. Okay. You guys take uh, 30 seconds While to kind of bowing, each bow. While they're bowing, I'm jumping down onto the live tracks. <laughs> Zola! Zola, wait! Um, Zola, give me a perception check. I almost just went, Lisa! <laughs> not one. Oh, no! Can still it help? Can I do a perception yes, check? Still... Yes, give me a perception check, Brigid. 13. 13. Perception, that's 18. 18. The reason why you go Zola way is because you see lights in the distance oh, approaching God. very fast. And, it, and Zola, you land and you're like, nailed it. And then you like look up and you're like, huh? Uh. And suddenly peeling around the corner is the glittering gold subway train known as the rail. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Can I thorn whip to help? Yeah, you know what? I'll say that you had a good enough perception check. You can roll advantage on your dexterity saving throw. This this thorny whip shoots out from the the natural fibers of Brigid's clothing. Twelve. The thorn whip's really going to come in handy, I think. It's going to also do damage to you, but oh well. You can roll an arcana check to try not to deal any damage with it. That's how we've navigated these kind of things when you mm-hmm. want to use something in a utility way. Arcana, you said? I'd be really fucked up if I get hit by a train right now. <laughs> and I whip you. <laughs> Insult to you just get hit in the back of the head with a viney whip and then a train car hits you. Um, My arcana check was 13. Um, go ahead and roll that uh, thorn whip. I got a 17 plus 8. 17 plus 8 is definitely going to hit Zola's armor class. Okay. How much damage is getting run over by a train, Noah? Well, it's a simple 8d12. <laughs> Oh, that's... Um, I actually might survive. You take 53 damage as this train clips you full speed, knocking you into the stone. Oh, it actually hits me? Oh, it actually hits you. Okay. You I, don't, I, what about me helping? You don't get but run I over did a because, save. yeah, the deck save was was too low. It's so DC 15. And you do manage to prevent Zola from taking any more damage because being down there, you can easily get hit again. Yes. So you get pulled up onto the tracks incredibly injured absolutely bruises immediately swelling up and guess what it's your bad shoulder Zola it hit you on your bad shoulder how much damage again that shit almost took my arm off 53 damage whoa I'm okay Smite looks at you <laughs> you do not look okay I'm not okay I'm not being mean about it hold on I just want to be clear Zola you are not okay I don't know if we're we can rest when we get in the tunnel if you Thanks. want that was pretty fucked up okay I'm sorry for whipping you with my thorny whip the train okay, slows to a stop <laughs> you truly saved her uh the train slows to a stop in front of you the doors Stay open the no one uh, enters it but several people exit the train and are like looking at you like one of them's like are you okay does the conductor lean out the window the conductor indeed <laughs> leans out the window and goes oh my god thank god i thought i killed someone Oh I'm my god! So sorry. Oh my god, that was so bad. I'm oh okay. My god. I'm You're okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I don't, it's, it's just your... one of those. What was just one of those crazy things? But it's okay. I'm totally fine. I'm don't. I didn't lose any limbs. Oh my god. Oh my god. You did great. You did everything you were supposed to do. Ooh. You slowed down. Smite, put on your cloak. Uh, Smite has already taken off the mask at this point, so it doesn't <laughs> not breaking your stealth anymore. You see this this conductor goes um, okay, pulls out this little card. And hands it to you. Oh. Free rides. You you shouldn't have to pay for the subway anymore. Oh, 
You can take my, I'm just going to sell, I'm going to tell my boss that I lost it, okay? And you can just keep this and I'll get a new one. I look at Brigitte and Smite go, worth it. (laughs) Smite gives a cautious thumbs up. Let's go. Still a noose clinging to the back of your your thick braid. It's like. (laughs) As as I speak, I'm popping a a potion and chugging it. You pop a potion, chug it. Uh, in a matter of moments, the train speeds away and you guys are once again oh, left. Oh, got the conductor? I'm so glad you didn't make me fill out a form or anything. Oh Truly God. does not want to have that be a part of his day or record. Yeah. I got it. 44 yes, plus 44 four. plus 4. And I just, I realized that I never rolled for that 44 plus 4. For when you for When I took mine. Time. Then go ahead, you can roll yours as well. Okay. I healed 14 from that and then I think I'm also going to use my second wind. Because if we wind up short resting, I'm gonna get it back. Yeah, we should have. We should be able to at some point stop. You know, I mean. Yeah. I know we're in a rush because we don't want anything to happen to Moss, but I think we're making good time. I, so I'm at 57 out of 82. Okay. I'm at 67. Okay. Yeah, Smite is at full. He has not taken any damage, thankfully. Um, he despite Gorgon, being Gorgon. directly in the midst of it. Gorgon's always laughing a lot, just like super traumatized, just like nervous, in shock, literally in shock. shock laughing. Truly nervous. <laughs> I'm not fine. <laughs> we should probably leave, right? Okay. Uh, so yeah, let's for sure go. Oh, back down on the tracks. Yep, okay. Yep. You know what? Let me lead the way first. Great. Sound good? And Brigid, will you will you hold up the rear so that way Zola's not in direct, you know, first or last? It's Absolutely. so good when you say things as a joke and then you get hit for 53 damage. <laughs> it's good when you're like, haha, I I'm can't gonna down lead on down the down the tracks. Tracks. Okay, roll a perception check. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys begin to walk. Can we do walk. a perception check? Go ahead, roll a perception check for me. Fall for your tricks. That's a 17 plus 8. 11 and 17. There doesn't seem to be any rumbling. You don't see any lights. And Zola, you would already know this. These The trains up here, they run more on like a 5-10 minute schedule. So you've got some time. You guys begin to descend into these dark subway tunnels illuminated by small torchlight. You move down following the rail, careful to avoid the third rail. And make your way all the way to this service store. Smite looks back, looks around grabs the handle and yanks hard because uh, it is locked. He's going to try and just tear it off. Oh. Bails. He's tugging on it. He's like, fuck. As All right, last time it was unlocked. As he's tugging on it, Gorgonzola just takes a little triangle off of her belt and a tiny little metal rod and ding, uses the chime of opening. opening. Hell yeah. Immediately Sick. you hear... And Smite, like, is in a second pull as he does. He goes, whoa, and f- tumbles backwards yeah. on his back. I only got Onto nine the more tracks and, and, and a train perception train. check. No. <laughs> um, he helps, you guys help him up. The door opens, and you guys head into these underground tunnels. And that is where we'll end our episode today. Oh boy. Wowie zowie. It was only a matter of time until one of my players got hit by a subway train. That's true. You've been waiting for this moment. I have been. Really horrifying. So thank you so much for listening. On that light note. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Try Not to Die. Thank you especially to our Eldritch patrons. If you would like to be an Eldritch patron, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. We have got all this incredible content coming. I don't know. This episode might be coming out after it, but we're going to be doing a live stream soon. Mm-hmm. Painting some minis. Painting some minis. We're going to have a there. lot of great time. I've Ashley invited myself. She invited <laughs> herself. We did not want her to come, but here she is. Yeah. How did she find out about that? I can't believe. I mean, it was one thing when she started grabbing the mic and being on the podcast <laughs> in the first place. But uh, anyways, uh, so yes, lots of very fun things coming up. Up, uh, any plugs you two? I'm just gonna plug leaving us a review. Yeah, you know it's uh, sometimes you you want to wake up and look at a new tasty little review. I love seeing what people think of our show, even if it's not five. Even if you have constructive criticism, I'll take it. I'll take it, and I I'll just, do my best to fulfill that criticism. I just love to read them. Yeah, it's such a pleasure. So please reach out to us or leave a review. Uh, anything I wanna, from you, Ash? I want to plug um, DMing the Try Not to Die Instagram and convincing Noah that they should get a TikTok. Yes. Okay. We will take this under consideration. DM the messages. I will see them and I will forward them to Noah. <laughs> I will be getting all the screenshots as well. And I can do the work of trying to convince them more at home. So guys, let's do this. I know we can do it. 
We just need a whole bunch of people <laughs> to really harass, to really harass my partner. That would be great. Thank you so much. Yes. Listen, if you guys harass me, I'll be checking off one thing on my bucket list of fame. So it's okay if you end up doing that. Uh, <laughs> Um, yield list you know I don't have any plugs either I guess I'm just gonna say you know I'm gonna plug being kind to one another as you did last week I have one more plug oh go ahead Um, since we're as we fully know that we're about to go eat simply an enormous oh, amount of pie. pie. About to eat a shit ton of pie. <laughs> I just would like to um, plug, if you live in New York City, Petey's Cafe, P-E-T-E-E, Petey's Cafe. There's two. There's one in Manhattan. There's one in Brooklyn. Mm. Um, truly the best pie in the fucking world. Six bucks a slice. Um, delicious, delicious. Cannot recommend it enough. They got me through this quarantine. I can't I'm wait. sad to see you order pie. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to eat this and then review it on the afterlife. That's yes. right, baby. So <laughs> tune come listen in. to our high review, our mukbang. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening. Until next time, try not to die. All hail our Eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Becca B, Becca M, Colleen, Eclair, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Lucy, May, Nicole, Paige, Patrick, Roni, and of course, our producer daddy, Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Until next time, try not to die. Thank you.